0: To Westmoreland Reads, a short-form podcast all about good stories, books, and reading. In each episode, you'll hear a short story, a book recommendation, and what I'm currently reading, all with no spoilers. I'm Heidi, your host, and this is episode one of season three. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to the new, and I won't say improved because I do truly believe that it was already pretty good, but the new Westmoreland Reads or Westmoreland Podcast First off, we're going to start with some housekeeping. I want to let you guys in on some of the details that went into the last, I would say, three weeks of me deciding it is time to bring the podcast back. I am so excited. (laughs) First of all, the theme music, all of the love for the theme music. I listened to so many tracks and I played this one about a hundred times and then I gave myself two weeks with a break just to make sure. And I listened to it again and still loved it. So it suits my personality. I love piano music. I love quiet music. Next up, the format. The format is a big change. So in order to make this kind of sustainable in my life, um, I needed to be able to record shorter episodes, just me as the host flying solo for now, although I will have some guests, um, especially Lissa. She will be back as a guest um, to help me co-host sometimes. But I wanted to tell stories I believe that the power of stories is um, underestimated in our lives. We need stories to learn and to grow and to empathize with other people and to understand other people and other cultures and places um, and history. So I want to tell stories. So the first segment of each episode is going to be a story. It might be about my personal reading life because I think those stories are fun, It might also be a story that I find interesting somewhere on the internet um, that I just want to share. It could be a story from a listener. If you have a story you want me to tell, or you want me to just read and you tell it in your words, um, email me. I'm happy to tell other people's stories too. The second segment, I'm going to recommend books, books that I enjoy, that I think are important and valuable and wonderful, good stories. Um, I don't know if you notice the theme here, but I'm going to do some detailed um, setups of these books so that you have a good idea of what it's about, characters that are involved. I'll try to include trigger warnings. These are going to be in-depth recommendations. And then the third segment is going to be really short. It's just going to be me telling you all what I'm currently reading. Sometimes I might have a thought or two to share, but it's going to be kind of a real-time update of just what book is in my hand at the end of the day with my cup of tea before I go to bed at night. I want to keep you guys updated on what I'm reading. So a couple of other small things. Um, The new name makes the podcast a little more easily searchable, but doesn't change, you know, the basic idea that Lissa and I first had, which is that Westmoreland Place was a special place for us. Um, So it's now Westmoreland Reads. And then I'm also going to be releasing episodes on Mondays instead of Fridays. This allows for last-minute weekend editing if I need it. Hopefully, I won't. (laughs) But if I do, um, it gives me a little more time and wiggle room to just make sure that I can be consistently getting episodes out. Okay, those are all the housekeeping updates. To start today, I'd like to tell you a story. Before I started my Bookstagram account, and before I had ever listened to a single audiobook at two speed, My hobby, or one of them, was learning how to run. My husband, Alexander, was helping me learn and train for a four-mile road race, and I was struggling. I really did not like it, but I really wanted to get into better shape and achieve this goal of running a race. So someone, I can't remember who, suggested that I listen to an audiobook instead of music while running because it was more distracting to listen to a story. So the first audiobook I ever listened to was The Just So Stories by Rudyard Kipling, and I distinctly remember the burning feeling in my legs as I ran uphill, um, and the misery I felt in my stomach as I just ran, because it's never felt good for me to run. (laughs) Um, And listening to Rudyard Kipling tell stories of elephants and lions, and how the camel got his hump, and other stories about animals and how incredibly distracting it was, and how it stuck with me as a very important phrase for my life at the time. The phrase, just so. Each, um, each of his stories, Kipling ends with the phrase, just so, best beloved. And to me, that phrase um, meant that things are the way they are, and they're beautiful, and they're simple. And just by running, I was doing something worthwhile Just because it is what it is. Um, It meant something to me at the time. And so I started, you know, as I realized, hey, I'm reading more and more books. I'm enjoying audiobooks. I wonder if there is an online community of people who like to talk about books. I just discovered Bookstagram and I started Heidi's Books Just So. I met so many incredible people I still talk with. What, now six years later, we're still talking about books together. Um, and the phrase still means the same to me. I have thought about changing it multiple times as I've had more kids and gone through more things in life, but the phrase just so still just embodies things being beautiful simply just because they are what they are. And I did run that initial four mile road race and I've run it once more since then. And I've run a few other races since then. Uh, Running is more pleasant now. It is still not easy for me to get out and do it. Um, but Yeah. It is still worthwhile because it is what it is, and that's true for so many things in my life, things that just are beautiful because of what they are. Without going too much deeper um, or getting emotional or anything, that is my story about how my bookstagram got its name, but really how I learned how to run, and the first audiobook I ever listened to, which felt like a milestone at the time, (laughs) was the Just So Stories by Rudyard Kipling. All right, now for my book recommendation for today. My book recommendation for today is a book that I finished um, this year in August. I listened to it on Libby. Um, The narration was great. It is called The Girl in His Shadow by Audrey Blake. And here is the setup. The setting is Great Britain in the 1840s. Eleanor, or Nora, Beattie, was orphaned during a cholera pandemic and rescued by Dr. Horace Croft. In a time in history when medicine was ruled by old philosophies and upper social classes, Dr. Croft's devil-may-care attitude toward tradition and obsession with medicine makes him a popular choice among the lower classes of London. Everyone knows they are welcome in his clinic, and everyone knows he will treat them fairly, even if he doesn't have the gentlest bedside manner. Enter Nora, who, having grown up in clinic as Dr. Croft's assistant, has the gentle hands to accompany his harsh diagnoses. Now, women at the time were not welcome in medical roles other than nurses and midwives, so the extent of Nora's involvement, as far as anyone knows, is limited to washing wounds and comforting worried parents. Nora's experience and competence, however, is yet to be exposed, but she is more and more at risk as she becomes impatient with the medical establishment's inability to recognize women as valuable in medicine, and she makes her own diagnoses and own medical discoveries. It doesn't help that Dr. Croft has a new male partner who is both fascinated by Nora and really wants her to be safe, or hidden as he understands safe to be. The book deals with the sexist and classist history of medicine through the incredibly sympathetic characters in the book and Nora's story, which will have you on the edge of your seat and cheering for her by the end. It's not heavy-handed in its agenda to give homage to women in medicine, but rather accurate in its portrayal of some of the uglier social and personal dynamics women were up against in the 1800s. The book is also not for the faint of stomach. It holds a lot of stories, a lot of surgeries, and a lot of really icky details. If that's not your, really your thing, you might pass on this one. I personally found it fascinating and felt like I was learning both history and medicine and reading a fantastic story as well. I gave it five stars and I'm really looking forward to reading the sequel, which is called The Surgeon's Daughter, which was published in May um, of this year of 2022. And last up for today, I am currently reading The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexander Dumas. I started it in a hardback book. I have since moved to audio to help me get through it. Um, I'm really enjoying the audiobook. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have a story you'd like to hear on the podcast or want to chat about today's episode, email me at westmorelandpodcast at or send a message to at westmorelandreads on Instagram. You can find links to the books and stories mentioned in show notes and on westmorelandpodcast.com. To help the podcast find the exact right audience, leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen or give a shout out on social media. I truly love sharing stories and books with you all, and I'm excited to talk to you again soon. Man reading should be man intensely alive. The book should be a ball of light in one's hand. Ezra Pound